Hey y'all, I'm Sid and I'm your host. Welcome to She Talks White, the authentic podcast infiltrated in black girl magic, love, and candidness. Here, we discuss and dissect microaggressions, touch on mental health, and tackle racial injustice. While each episode will discuss important topics, we'll also have some fun along the way. Indeed, we will. We will rave about great songs, books, shows, and other typical teen fads. I know you're prepared to absorb an abundance of insightful and empowering knowledge. That being said, let's dive on into today's episode. Hey, everyone. Oh my gosh. Hey, it's been a minute. I know. Listen, I know. Given the title, I'm, I'm going to explain. I'm going to explain because um, I think the last episode for the last season was literally Christmas or Christmas Eve. I'm pretty sure it was Christmas. And in my head, I initially planned to um, come back a month later, like in January. And clearly that didn't happen because here I am and it is the end of June. (laughs) So that is definitely a difference between um, a month and now. So yeah, um, I'm going to just, you know, come clean about where I have been these past six months. So, um, to just be straight, I've basically been, you know, processing and dealing and coping with, you know, a lot of these mental things that I've been dealing with. I think I, I, you know, I had an episode last season, um, near, like, in the beginning, where I, you know, touched on, um, a lot of the, you know, mental, I guess, quote-unquote turmoils that I've been dealing with, just with school and, like, the pressures and all of that, um, and, you know, that stuff didn't really go away, um, it, it really didn't, if we're being honest, after the, um, season finale of season one, aired and you know I completed it and all that I was you know happy I was in good spirits mentally because you know it was Christmas break I got a break from school because online school was rough guys it was so rough you know even though I was able to come out strong academically mentally this school year junior year was like it really hit me like a truck I'm, I wish I was exaggerating. This was like the worst year that I've ever had for my mental health ever. Academics, fine. That was great. But mentally, sucked, to say the least. Um, so, yeah, back to what I was saying before. I was fine mentally when, you know, the last episode of season one was completed because, you know, I was very happy that, you know, I had a break from school and and it was great. And I feel like deep down inside, I kind of knew that I just wasn't going to start season two in January because even though I was like fine at that moment, I knew that like I probably wouldn't have been in the right mental space to 
continue on like immediately after in January. And that's only because, um, like I said, this year was like the worst for my mental health. I was dealing with just so much internal pressure, just basically with, you know, schoolwork getting adjusted to online school. It, it was a lot. And with like all of these other things that I'm doing, I'm a part of a lot. I, you know, cultivated, most of you guys know this, who do know me, who are listening to this podcast. You know, I have cultivated a black student union, the school's first black student union. Uh, it was just getting off the, um, you know, off of its feet in November. So, you know, planning meetings and doing all of that, uh, studying for, you know, SAT exams, you know, staying on top of your schoolwork, like your regular core courses, you know, it was a lot, but not even on the academic side, because, you know, yeah, that was stressful, and it, and it sucked, because, you know, school kind of sucks in that aspect, it was also a lot of internal, intrusive thoughts that I was also battling with, in terms of, like, my mental being, I really also was struggling with, um, feelings of, you know, am I enough, um, is the work that I'm doing, is it worth it, am I good enough, can I do this still, and I was doubting myself, like, big time, big time, and, um, for most of you who do know me, who are listening, you guys, um, also may know that, um, I'm also a writer, I do write, um, and I have had the privilege to, you know, share pieces that I've written for, like, um, a few events um, at different, you know, organizations and, you know, the biggest one being New York Presbyterian Hospital. Um, I've spoken at their um, Juneteenth event last year, uh, a Black History 365 event, recently um, a Women's History um, Month event, like commemorating women's history. And I've also had the opportunity to share pieces at a few other related events, you know, um, relating to advocacy. And, you know, those opportunities were so great. The fact that I was even invited to speak um, and share my pieces and open up for, like, the great speakers <laughs> for those events was, like, so rewarding. Um, I still felt, though, that, um, you know, I still battled with the whole, am I good enough? Is what I'm doing, like worth it because my whole thing is when I everything and everything that I do I essentially do it because I want to create an impact I want to make an impact in I know like this generation of world this world even if it is minuscule minute on the grand scheme of things I always do with everything I do I always want to make some type of impact whether it is, you know, on a large scale or a small scale level, I don't care. I always want to make an impact. So my thing was whenever I've been, you know, getting opportunities to speak at these great events, I've always been, you know, curious as to like know whether or not my pieces or me speaking like was reaching people. And at the time, I didn't think it really was because, you know, how it would go would be that I would essentially open up um whatever event I was speaking at for like the main event so I would share my piece and then the the main speaker or speakers would then speak so I never really got like any feedback 
about, you know, my piece itself and how it impacted people or, or how it touched people. You know, not necessarily saying that I needed validation, but I just wanted to know or have some sense that my piece, because I write um, pieces based on things that I'm most passionate about. And, you know, the things that I am most passionate about really falls around, um, along, you know, advocacy for, you know, my people, other people, people of color, you know, the whole, the whole ladder. <laughs> and so when I'm like these pieces that I write, you know, I write from my heart and I just really, I wasn't sure that it was reaching people in the way that I wanted it to reach people. And, you know, even though I was still getting invited to events that should have been, you know, clarity enough, Sydney, you know, I guess some people would say that, but I don't know. I just, I just didn't think, I, I didn't know if I was really reaching people on that level. So in terms of schoolwork, previous self-doubt, and now this, I, it was, it was a, it wasn't pretty in my mental state and up in here in my noggin it wasn't a lot was going on a lot was going on because then I now uh was coupled with even more doubt and um thoughts of being like wow Sydney like your writing isn't even that special you know it's not even all that um like the work that you do like what are you doing why are you doing it um with schoolwork there was just I felt like it was so you know I don't know suffocating and then on top of that in the midst of me worrying about all this other stuff I'm feeling guilty for not working on the podcast because the only reason why I wasn't working on the podcast is because I just did not feel mentally ready because I, I think I, I said this from the very jump I want this to be a candid space I want to be real and I know being real does include like showing your ups and downs, but I want to give every episode 110%. And I genuinely don't think I can do that when I'm not in the right headspace. Not saying everyone is 100% of the time, but you know, I just, I need to be in the right headspace to give it my all. And I just didn't at the time. So I felt so guilty and like lazy, even though I know I'm not, but I felt so lazy and just so guilty for um, not working on the podcast when I mentally, you know, prepared to do it. And I kept putting it off. I said, okay, you know what? January, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to take January um, and make it a space and time for me to heal mentally. Cause yeah, I can heal within a month's time. That's all fine. That's good. And, um, I said, you know, we'll do it in February. February came up, Black History Month. Um, tried to do a lot uh, for my Black Student Union, the most that we could. Because again, guys, I mean, you all know, it. school sucked. In like this quarantine state, uh, trying to facilitate club meetings, that was, ugh, I can't even get into that. I mean, I will say though that, you know, the team and you know the group that the black student union had this year was so dope because i feel like we all kind of vibed and got along and we really made the best that we could um out of each meeting but it was still like not 
you know, what I envisioned for the club. Cause obviously I envisioned a space where we could all like connect and see each other face to face. And it's really hard to connect with people over a screen. And it's really hard to like get committed members because I get it. Um, being online for like eight hours of the day doing schoolwork and then having to hop on another Zoom call at five o'clock, it's not ideal. I know it's not ideal, but you know, we worked with what we could, but yeah, it's just, I was doing a lot for the Black Student Union um, during Black History Month. I did the best that I could and um, I was also doing some more events for Black History Month, like speaking and spoken words and all that, writing stuff. Um, and still not in the best place mentally. Um, I just, the confidence that I should have had within myself, I clearly did not have that in February. I didn't even gain any more confidence that I had in myself in January and February. Like I didn't get, I didn't progress anywhere mentally, um, during that time at all. And I know we talked, we touched on mental health a few times in season one and maybe I should have taken my own advice, but you know what? It, it, it is really hard to do that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I told myself I was going to start back in February and I didn't because I just wasn't there mentally again. And honestly, it wasn't until uh, like mid-February that my mindset started to do a complete 180. And that was only because um, I got surprised by New York Presbyterian Hospital um, with a plaque. Basically commemorating me for the pieces that I shared at their events. Um, during like a random black student union meeting, a few of the higher ups, they, you know, logged on to the zoom meeting and, you know, they congratulated me and they basically said that, you know, that plaque was on behalf of them and the rest of the hospital. And they just informed me that so many of, you know, the hospital and other people who've attended those events truly did love my work. And that was a complete game changer for me, to be honest, because like I just said, basically that was one of the main things that I was dealing with, you know, how my work was impacting or if it even was impacting people. But that plaque, you know, doesn't just serve as, you know, affirmation for uh, the impact of my writing. It serves to me as a symbol um, for everything else that I do, that I am doing great things in this world and I can be someone great in this world. And anyone who knows me knows that I am, you know, a firm believer of signs and, you know, everything happens for a reason. Because during, you know, February, January, I was like on my knees every day, praying to the Lord, you know, asking for a sign, something to show me that, you know, I'm doing like the right things and that everything that I have been doing and I'm still doing so far has meaning and purpose so I just feel like this plaque was also like my sign so yeah it's very special to me <laughs> um but yeah that's kind of when you know my mindset started to change its course and I know that I mentioned previously that you know I was still going through some stuff mentally in March April and May but um, 
I really used that time to heal. Around that time, I actually did one of the best decisions for myself, and that was, you know, seek therapy. I currently go to therapy, and like I said, one of the best decisions I've made. Uh, I have a black therapist. Her name is Miss Janae. She's a woman, black women. We love to see it. And I was never, like, opposed to therapy, but I kind of just had, I guess, this um, misconception that my situation needed to be, like, dire in order to seek counseling, and that's far from the truth. Guys, you know, sometimes therapy can just, like, the reason for therapy can be as simple as um, just needing to talk to someone. Just to have an extra ear to hear your problems if you don't have that in your life. Like, you don't, it doesn't, you don't need to be on the edge to to be going to therapy. That's not how, no, that's not necessarily the reason. So, if you need to talk to someone, talk to someone, seek counseling. Don't be afraid. It's one of the best decisions I've made. I love my therapist and she has helped me in so many ways over these past few months. Um, Put yourself first. That's like one of the main things that I am still learning and I'm continuing to, um, you know, get better at putting myself first because it's hard. It really is hard, especially when you feel like there's an obligation to like please others and just be live up to this like image. Listen, put yourself first at the end of the day. And um, yeah, I really do feel as though that the person that I am today is definitely different from the girl I was in season one like I hands down and you know what that is okay that is normal we're supposed to be different we're supposed to grow and evolve that is the beauty of life I'm pretty sure all of you guys listening right now you guys are probably different people now than you were at the beginning of the school year and as you should. We should be growing and evolving as we get older and as time goes on. And I can wholeheartedly say that I have acquired a lot more confidence within myself. I am a lot more self-assured. Do I still have work to do? Yes. I. We, we should all be working to better and improve ourselves as time goes on. I, like, there's nothing wrong about it. There's no shame in it. Continue to work on yourself, please. I'm not perfect by any means. <laughs> I'll be the first one to tell you that. I'm not. But I'm still working on being the best version of myself every single day. And that is what the summer is about. Essentially growing and improving. Self-love and self-care all day, every day. <laughs> Most definitely. And honestly, I'm just happy to be back. I really am. I'm glad that I'm in better spirits. That I can just finally now just dive in and it's the summertime and trust like I know there is so much to talk about there is so much that has gone on from December to June oh my gosh I know we're gonna get into it don't worry I'm just so excited to be back guys anyways (laughs) enough of my little mm, fangirling or whatever (laughs) I am going to close out this episode the traditional way with a book recommendation (laughs) you know how we do you know it's been a minute since I've done one of these um and I'm so excited to do it because uh, I just have to recommend this book to you guys 
And when I say have to, I mean it. <laughs> it is serious. So the book that I am so excited to recommend to you guys is the manga Sweat and Soap. And yes, if you guys uh, tuned in to my anime episode from last season, you probably have heard the term manga before. Or if um, you're just, you know, naturally keen to, you know, anime, you, you've heard the term manga before. But those of you guys who haven't or are not familiar with the term manga, basically, let me just do a quick little summary. A manga is essentially a Japanese comic book slash graphic novel. And, you know, uh, anime shows derive from mangas, but not all mangas are adapted into anime shows. You feel me? Uh, there are different genres of mangas. You got romance, you got slice of life, oh, give me slice of life slash romance, um, shonen, action, horror, you know, again, genres galore, comedies, yeah, there's so many genres. But this manga, I'm about to recommend to you guys happens to be a romance. It is called Sweat and Soap. And no, this manga has not been adapted into an anime. Unfortunately, I don't think it will be, which breaks my heart a little bit because I love it so much. Anyways, <laughs> let me just give you guys a quick little summary, a little rundown of what Sweat and Soap is about. And it's kind of weird, but just just give it a chance. So basically, we have these two characters, Natori and Asako. They both work at this toiletries company. So basically that company sells soap, lotions, you know, all that fine jazz. Asako, she essentially um, has like a sweating problem. She sweats profusely a lot. So she's been bullied for that her whole life, you know, and she's very aware and always alert with, you know, how much she sweats and how she smells and, you know, but she's very reserved and, you know, the quiet type. Anyways, one day when she's, you know, out in the lobby, like looking at food or whatever, um, Natori approaches her because he is just drawn by her scent. And no, it's not repulsive. He loves it. Like he, for some reason, this man is drawn in by her scent and he, he just can't get enough. And who is Natori, may you ask? Not only does he work at the company, that sells, you know, the soaps and the lotions. He actually is responsible for creating all the scents um, for the company and all the lotion um, and all the soap. So he essentially is like, you know, the company celebrity since he is, you know, behind, you know, the company's products and creating them and cultivating them. So <laughs> he basically just goes up to her and he's like, I'm sorry, I just... Can I just smell you? <laughs> Can I just smell you? And of course, as anyone would probably be, um, Asaka was very taken aback and kind of creeped out. Um, like, why are you smelling me? And he basically just said that he needed to smell her. Like, he, he just had to and that her scent would be the um, blueprint for his next product for the company's winter line. And Asako... She uses the company's soap, by the way, because again, she's very cognizant and aware of like how she smells. So she's obsessed with like soap and all of that. So she was flattered actually. So she, not reluctantly, but she was kind of still taken aback, but she did agree um, to, 
<laughs> let not that he smell her whenever he pleased because he needed like inspiration that's what he said and it, he he was very true um not that he he's very good with his nose um very good with his smell he has a very great nose anyways um one thing leads to another and the two of them get very close and they catch feelings for each other and they end up dating and it's just like the story follows their relationship um you know at the company and just in real life um he, it's just a very like weird and like sweet story because you have Asako who's never been in a relationship at all because she's always been like on alert with how she smells and she lacks a lot of confidence and then you have Naturi who's essentially like you know the company's you know big shot but he's very like humble he's a very nice guy very likable character they both are and you know Naturi um it genuinely does love Asako and she loves him too but sometimes she has a hard time like expressing herself but you just see the relationship evolve over time just at the company they try to keep their relationship like low-key because Asako she doesn't really know how Natori's reputation will you know withstand with I guess it getting out that they're dating because she She's very, like, I guess, low profile. I don't know, but it just follows their... It's very weird, I know, because he's very good with his nose, like I said before, so he can, like, he's drawn into her scent, so he can, like, tell by, like, if she's sad or happy based on, like, her scent, because your scent changes sometimes based on your mood. So it's just, like, it, I, it... Guys, I know it sounds weird. It really does, but it's so cute and i'm just drawn into the story there's like what 10 volumes i think i'm only on volume four no i'm on volume three it is a travesty i need to get more volumes guys like i am on with and i literally cannot the book is so good i can rant about it for hours and i'm so sad that it's not getting an anime adaptation because it deserves one i deserve to see this animated but i'm i'm content the characters are very likable and also the romance it's very realistic like come on my fellow anime watchers slash manga readers especially those of you who watch slash read you know in the romance genre y'all know that these animes have a tendency to go from zero to a hundred real quick in terms of like development of you know an individual's relationship in these romances but like this series it's just very realistic like how they act how they interact with each other the things that they deal with in their lives because you know they're they're adults they're not teenagers these are like 20 like mid 20 year olds like yes i just love it guys pick it up please pick up volume one you just have to <laughs> you need to like it's a must even if you're not into romance this will get you into romance i promise it i promise it will <laughs> anyways i'm gonna stop harassing you guys i uh, just want to say mega thanks for anyone who does listen in and all of you guys who have been you know supportive of um the first season of she talks white um i genuinely appreciate it so 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 much and like i said before like a million times i'm so happy to be back and i can't wait to see what this podcast or what this season brings.
and what we learn about each other and what I learned about myself and the things that we'll talk about because we have a lot to talk about because a lot of things have happened like I previously have stated before <laughs> anyways y'all stay cool y'all stay fly like I said take care of yourselves this summer live it up this summer as much as you can if you can get vaccinated and be safe if not um yes protect yourselves because COVID is still going on people yes <laughs> anyways love you all bye